The Sons and Daughters Podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters Podcast. I'm Tina Hayner, and this is my fascinating husband. Once you start to get to know him, you realize how fascinating he is. He keeps you oh, on yeah. your toes. Uh, galaxies in galaxies of fascination. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> of course. You amaze me, my love. Um, well, <laughs> I'm fascinated. Yes, you are. I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm today. I'm fascinated, no, I'm fascinated today. that you're so fascinated. Uh, brothers and sisters, thank you for joining us again. This is the Full Speed. Uh, in Well, this is the Sons and Daughters podcast, <laughs> a, uh, a product of our ministry, Full Speed Impact mm-hmm. Ministries. And I am Andy Hayner, and I'm here with my lovely, always lovely wife, Tina Hayner. And, um, uh, we are excited to be with you two weeks in a row. Praise God. <laughs> um, God is doing amazing things in our midst. We're seeing just uh, people coming out Explosion of the woodwork. Explosion of yeah, totally of believers coming to faith and stepping into obedience. And totally beyond anything that we could keep track of or take credit for. Mm, one little small part. It was really fun this week. Um, I met with uh, the mags, the men after God, mm-hmm. or as we sometimes like to call ourselves, the maggots, men of God going out together sometimes mm-hmm. uh, because we often they go meet out, out meet at, the restaurant. at the restaurant for our discipleship group and uh, got home and uh, my my living room was swarming with wogs. Yes. You want to explain what a wog is? A woman of God. There you go. Yeah, some young women in in our lives, in Mm -hmm. my life in particular, that I'm mentoring and getting established in their faith and identity in the Lord and helping helping them prepare for their own ministries. Yeah. And uh, somehow they had gotten on the subject of how Tina and I met are dating and... (laughs) And marriage and how marriage had changed us. And Often the conversation goes there with girls. Well, you Often. know, um, it's interesting because there's not a lot of examples. No, and not good examples anyway. No, and they had uh, they had said as much, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was neat. Um, you don't really realize it because for us, we're just living life following Jesus. Yeah. And, we are. We do enjoy the blessing of. I mean, God joins two together and makes them one, mm. and only God can do that. That's right. Um, but that process is now beginning to multiply. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing others, other young loves emerge, and then it's planting seeds in those that are single but want to be married, but want to go about it in a godly way. Mm-hmm. How do I? Um, how do I approach this? And what's it going to look like? Yeah. And so it gives them a bit of a picture at least is, you know, for us, it looked like this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was, it was neat just to hear their, um, testimony. But one of the things that I really loved is that some of the newer ones that are coming to Christ are, um, leading their friends to Christ over a process yes. of helping them to discover who Jesus is and the mm-hmm. difference that he makes in their life and by getting into the, the word, word together, together mm-hmm. and, and talking about it and 
you know, just taking their time. They're not trying to present, you know, four principles right. four and get them to pray, pray yeah. a prayer. Mm-hmm. And so a phrase mm-hmm. is emerging in our community um, of discipling people to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're actually um, in part of that. And, you know, it actually kind of makes sense when you look back at the Gospels. Um, there were people that Jesus had actually called to be apostles yeah. that weren't believers yet. Yeah, doubted and fully in faith, yeah. Judas never became a believer. Mm-hmm. No they were Thomas all, had his doubts. They were all Peter believers too. to a degree, mm-hmm. but the degree of their faith was not yet saving faith no. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at what point did it become saving faith? Sure. You know, I don't know. Um, well, probably when Peter said, you're the Messiah. Yeah. I mean, not. <laughs> there's a, but, you know, there were there were opportunities that Jesus said, and do you want to leave? You right, know? right. Um, mm-hmm. There was no controlling there, but it was a process mm-hmm. of walking with Jesus mm-hmm. and listening to him and watching him and getting to know him that they came to discover who he was. And sometimes, you know, they went through, they, they were mystified of, what kind of man is this? Mm-hmm. I mean, he speaks to wind and waves and, and they, they obey, obey. him. Mm-hmm. And that was a surprise to them. They didn't sure. have a full revelation mm-hmm. of who he was when they started out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they were disciples. They were learning along the way. As they discovered who, who he, he was, really was and what mm-hmm. he taught and, and all of that. And then Jesus, then at the end, he turns around and says, now you go and make disciples of all the nations, mm. baptizing them and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. So right. it's just really neat seeing that whole process emerge, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, which kind of brings us to our topic of discussion today um, is um, how do spiritual gifts fit into that? Mm-hmm. Um, how do spiritual gifts fit into disciple making? Um, what uh, you know, and one of I think the first question to ask um, is: Is there somebody who doesn't have the spiritual gifts necessary to make disciples? You know, it was like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm they're at a disadvantage, or right. they have an excuse to not do it. Could could somebody say, you know, disciple making is just not my gift? Absolutely. Therefore, I'm excused mm-hmm. from, from sharing that. Jesus with other people. I'm excused mm-hmm. from yeah. Spending time building With relationships. To help them know the Lord. You know, or I'm an introvert. You yeah. know, we can have a mm-hmm. lot of different uh, definitions of ourselves yeah. that are somewhat biblically justifiable. God does make us all different. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, He doesn't expect you and me to be the same. Um, thank the Lord for that. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody, everybody feels like everybody, somebody else, most other people are better at this than they are, sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you're first starting out. Absolutely. To this day, I would say I, I consider myself a mediocre disciple maker. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Tina's so much better than I was, am. <laughs> um, but, and there's definite gifts and personality. Mm-hmm. That enhance or whatever. Yeah. The, Mm-hmm. can give a strength or mm-hmm. a blessing to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I once had a professor uh, that um, broke church planting down into um, a set of behaviors and skills. 
that anybody can do. Um, and, and he did that because he said he oftentimes would like to startle people by saying, I believe that anybody, anybody. can be a church planter. Anybody can cook. <laughs> there you go. The yeah. red, the old ratatouille, ratatouille. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's really true when you, but when you think about planting a church, oftentimes we think of a level of leadership right. skills mm-hmm. and preaching Necessary. abilities yeah. and maybe music abilities and maybe administrative mm-hmm. abilities, uh, fundraising abilities, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That wow, am I that kind of dynamic leader that can start something like that from scratch? You know, mm-hmm. um, and so he he broke it down into to saying, what if you stop thinking about the end result? You know, to be such a uh, a big thing that really intimidates people, sure. and started breaking it down into um, how do you get there? Basic behaviors mm-hmm. like can you start conversations right. with strangers? Could you do a little Bible study with a few group of friends? Can you make friends with strangers? Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy inviting people we into would, your home right. or going to their house? Share a meal. Exactly. Yeah. Do you like having fun with other people, mm-hmm. doing fun things, building relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you know, can you share some your testimonies, some of the things that God's made a difference in your life? Mm-hmm. Um, a simple skill like that. Um, everybody can do that. Right. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, with gifts and personalities and stuff, we're all going to do, do things differently. But the point is that we're all having the same goal and same purpose though. Exactly. You know, to make, Jesus said, all of you go make disciples. And mm-hmm. you know, out of all those disciples following him there or seeing him off at the ascension, the, the, there's... Mm-hmm. Thousands of different kind of combinations of gifts and and personalities and stuff. So it's all they're going they're all going to do it differently. Yeah, but but they're all going to be doing doing it, making exactly. disciples. Um, and you know, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole list, but it was something as simple as can you pray? Mm-hmm. Do you take the word of mm-hmm. God into your heart? Can you share? What do you, you've learned? Do you, to can other you share people? your testimony with someone? Can you mm-hmm. help somebody? Can you read the word with somebody and answer their questions? Mm-hmm. Those sorts of things. Can you, you know, the, and and if you've done it, can you show someone how? else how to do it? Yeah. Um, and granted, as you go along, there might be some areas where this isn't. This is something I haven't done yet. It's a new. It would be a new skill for me. But you can learn that. Sure. That's not a matter of mm-hmm. giftedness. No. You no, know. No. Um. Sometimes you meet somebody who's exceptionally intelligent or mm-hmm. exceptionally gifted Articulate. In, in music mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and they hear something once and they can they play it, it instantly. Yeah. It, well, I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. but Most people aren't. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can practice sure. something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, give me, you know, 50 hours to work on something then I can play the same thing that the extremely <laughs> gifted person uh, was able to play after hearing it once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll guarantee you the extremely gifted person uh, also probably had a level where they were ramping up their skills. They were developing their skills mm-hmm. and developing their gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jordan 
in Tiger Woods. They all they, started in junior high. <laughs> and they had coaches <laughs> right. that um, really, um, you know, helped them grow and helped them to excel and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I really believe that Jesus looked at the diversities that we have. And at this point, nobody had spiritual gifts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have he any. They were, Holy Spirit, yeah. they were all just fleshly, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You had a bunch of cantankerous ex-fishermen, mm-hmm. ex-tax gatherers, ex-zealots, mm-hmm. you know, who just went through a, a devastating trauma and uh, an amazing shock of uh, their lives when he comes back. Yes, reunion with mm-hmm. Jesus and their 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 heads spinning trying to figure out what all this means. And then he's floating up into the sky, blessing them after he just told them, now go into all the nations and share the good news and preach and make disciples. Um, We were uh, doing our Saturday morning Bible study this morning, and uh, uh, one of the sisters in in the group had mentioned, well, what do you do when somebody says to you, well, you're not Paul. What, you know, you're right. not an apostle. Why do you feel like you got to go preach to everybody? You're not Paul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, that. And, uh, and one of the things that's neat is with the mags, um, the men after God, we've been going through the book of Acts together, um, now. And then in, um, from Acts six to Acts nine, um, the Holy Spirit, really drills down and goes past the apostles to regular church people to mm-hmm. to highlight some of the things that regular church people were doing. So they were in the same category as us, um, having believed what the apostles were preaching, like you and I do. and But believing, they received him, and they were being transformed by him in such a powerful way. But they were living in this community of Christ, um, and then you see, you know, the apostles, they picked out regular men who were going to be able to distribute the the food to the widows. Um, and, but then it, it focuses in on Stephen. And you see, he was regularly evangelizing at a Jewish synagogue right. that catered to the Greek-speaking Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a while, they got so frustrated, they couldn't do anything about him. So they pulled political levers and ended up Getting bringing him. the St. Medrin. Right. The same guys that had they railroaded had Jesus, Jesus into yeah. being crucified. Um, and he, Stephen is totally at peace. He's glowing like an angel. Mm. And mm-hmm. you see that he is saturated with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter 7, you have this amazing sermon that he gives that really just lays out the spiritual dynamics. Yes, you're Israel, but you're you're following the flesh mm-hmm. over and over and over, rejecting the leaders that God raises up. And Moses said, God's going to raise up another leader from among your brother, just like me. And guess what? You did the same thing to him as you did to Moses. Yeah. You did the same thing to him as you did to Joseph. You did the same thing to him as you did with uh, Elijah, all the other Elijah, ones. Yeah, the prophets. Yeah. And, and they rushed at him and and killed him. And then then you see uh, in Acts chapter 8 that a terrible persecution broke out. And it highlights the fact that everyone was scattered except the apostles. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit put that in there for a reason. Mm-hmm. The apostles stayed in Jerusalem and went into hiding. But as the church was scattered in Acts 8, 4, it says, So they all went around preaching. 
So, so you can see, it's not just a thing for the apostles. It never was. Same as healing. Stephen was <laughs> healing the sick. They mm-hmm. saw his signs and wonders. And then Philip also. Yes, he was one the of the seven. The regular guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't one of the apostles. He was one of the, mm-hmm. the seven that were selected as being, you know, exceptional, outstanding mm-hmm. people. Leadership. Regular people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's not just preaching, but he's a, 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 a powerful signs and wonders amongst the, the Samaritans. Yeah. And that's regular Christianity, disciple-making. Mm-hmm. So some of us may not have preaching in our repertoire, but what if we looked at our spiritual gifts as what if these are gifts to help us be more effective mm, in some way disciples. at making disciples? Right. That, but it's not a limitation mm-hmm. um, because there's a certain amount of gifts, but then there's also learning the behaviors and the skills. Mm-hmm. And that's where equipping comes in, learning those behaviors and skills that are going to help you to be a disciple maker. Mm -hmm. A simple skill we've highlighted on this program a number of times, being able to share testimonies about Jesus. Um, Mm -hmm. Another one is being able to um, get in the word and ask questions and to help people. Help um, them pull things out. Pull things out. You don't have to be a great teacher. Let the Holy Spirit teach them. Let the Holy Spirit and the word of God do, do his thing. And that's, Mm -hmm. and, and what's neat is you see these young kids who don't know, that they don't have the gifts to make disciples. <laughs> <laughs> they don't yeah. know that they're not an evangelist. Right. Going out and loving, and they're mm. going out together. And that's yeah. another thing. Yeah. That that disciple making is a community effort. It's, I mean, they all have really tight friendships that they're doing life with mm-hmm. um, so that as they're reaching out, they're reaching their friends together. So they're carrying that community of love mm-hmm. um, into a dark world. And their mm-hmm. friends are watching them get transformed. And they're saying, what do you got? Yeah. I want it. <laughs> What's the difference? And it's it's a lot less like a strategy and a yes. technique for them. I mean, we understand the strategy behind, behind it. it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe there's some things that we can do to sort of help um, you know, foster that, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> bring in some wisdom a little um, bit. But uh, for the most part, it seems like now it's like, holy smokes, the, you know, we, we sort of help do uh, some pushing, but now the thing's going downhill and it's like, it's out of control. It's, <laughs> I'm just standing here watching it roll, you know, yep. like, whoa, you mm-hmm. know, and, and nothing's going to stop mm-hmm. this. Um, so, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really exciting watching what God's doing. Um, so in that, I just wanted to encourage people, you know, to put yourself in positions where you're challenging yourself to be um, to write. Don't limit yourself with spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. um, but you think of the spiritual gifts as being an opportunity to help enhance. Uh, and empower you for disciple making. Think of it like this. You're a Marine and they, they drop you on an island and say, we want you to take over this island, right? Mm-hmm. If they give you a nice, um, a, you know, 
uh, a nice automatic weapon on your way off the boat. Mm -hmm. That's a gift to help you fulfill the mission. Right. But if they just give you, you know, a butter knife and a slingshot, (laughs) that's what you got. got. But same mission. Yes, exactly. Uh, Or if they, you know, give you a bunch of other stuff. You get the idea, right? Mm -hmm. You have night vision goggles and all that kind of cool stuff. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And everybody's got a part in it. Um, But we have one mission. Right. Um, and, and, that's and so much more, and, and to that, party. like you said, they go together, that, that, that dynamic of, you don't have to feel like you have to strike out and do things on your own. I mean, you may have individual meetings with people or mm-hmm. whatever, but like, um, you know, um, that you're, this is something we're doing as a body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I meet with these, um, young women but they they meet with each other through yes. the week, and there's another um, older sister in the Lord, like younger than me, but older than them, that right. they like to hang out Big with. Big sister, Big sister kind of role, and 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 they hang out with her, and and she's pouring into them too, and and so it's not like they're not just receiving from me. It's no. it's like a body thing. Yes, and it's it's beautiful. It's it, it really is, you know, one of the first times that you know, beginning to watch the body of Christ emerge. And function um, like we're meant to function. And you have a group mm-hmm. of people loving Jesus, loving one another, um, and seeking to reach the world around them and doing it in a very relational way, but mm-hmm. a very missional way. Mm-hmm. Um and yes, there are different gifts emerging. Yeah. Um, but nobody is making the mistake of of that a lot of times, you know, when you come into an organized church setting, mm-hmm. gifts are like, well, we want you to discover what your gifts are so that you can we use can plug you into plug some you sort in. of a thing. Yeah. Um, or putting someone on a pedestal because of a particular gift. Right. So. And, you know, when you think of it mainly in terms of how can you contribute to the organization, um, and you think that that's how I serve, mm-hmm. and that the mission of the church rather than the the command given to each believer uh, is to go make disciples, you know. And so, you know, oftentimes people are plugged into the church, but they're never really equipped to be a body uh, right. that functions. They're con- equipped to be an organization that mm-hmm. um, each one contributes to. Um, and then our mission is one of multiplying disciples, making disciples of Jesus, but it's in a family context, which is wonderful Mm -hmm. Um, because that's what it means. What did he do as a disciple maker? He ate, he lived with his men. He, you know, they did everything together. They did life together with God as the father and Jesus as the center. Um, And, and it broke down the walls that they had between one another. It, it transformed them and gave their life purpose, mission, and direction. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. It's not some Bible curriculum and program, you know, here, let's go through this, and now I'm making you a disciple necessarily. I mean, it's not wrong to use a curriculum right No, thing, no, right? no. You're sure saying it's, it's not a class. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, anyway. And the Holy Spirit has the lesson plan. That is true. Like you, sometimes you have what you may think they need to do or mm-hmm. whatever, but there's been many times like I go in with something and the Holy Spirit takes the conversation in a different direction. It's like, nope, this is what we need to, this is 
what they need help with right now. This is where they need to grow. So, um, yeah. So we just put the other aside because exactly. he's, he's, he, he knows. And as you pray for your disciples too, you, yeah. you know, he's showing you what they need and which is, what's going to help them which grow. Which is part of the importance of a relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that God wants us to do that in the context of relationship because individuals need different things at different times. Exactly. People are people. They're personal. Mm-hmm. They're individual. Mm-hmm. Um, the overall direction that he's wanting to take us and the things that are going to transform us are universal. Mm-hmm. They're they're available to everybody. But what is partic- needed is particular mm-hmm. at that moment and timely. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, so we hope this encourages you, brother and sister, uh, in your ministry and mission. Um, God is with you where you are at, and you may be starting off solo, mm-hmm. uh, and that's okay, that's okay because you are not alone. No. That's why Jesus gives that us gives us that assurance. Hey, I'm with Helper you even with to the end of the that's age right. as we set out and mm-hmm. we align ourselves with His purpose. He is the cornerstone, and mm-hmm. that's what it means that we align ourselves with, with him. him. And as mm-hmm. we align ourselves with Him, that we are part of building up His body, the temple, the dwelling place of God on the earth. So wherever you're at, we encourage you to continue to walk in the fullness of Jesus Christ and impact the world around you. 